Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. It's my privilege and honor to introduce to you guys a personal friend of mine. She needs no introduction. If you're not sure who she she is, then just do a quick Google search. You you won't be disappointed. You'll find out all about it. She's a a good Australian uh, copywriter friend named uh, Pauline Longdon. So welcome to the show, Pauline. It's great to have you on. Thanks, Brian. It's great to be here. I'm honored, actually. Yeah, no no problem. It wouldn't be geniuses of copywriting without you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so um, what, what we're talking about today is really interesting because, uh, you know, um, I've just hired a new mentor and this is something that, uh, uh, that I've been passionate about over my career and no doubt you have as well. So this is what we were talking about off camera a few minutes ago uh, about mentors and, and that sort of thing. So I'm really interested in your mentor story here because it's a really interesting one. Yeah, well, like you, I've had a, a, quite a few mentors along my journey. You know, I've only been writing for, I think, about six years now. But um, pretty much from the first, first, I, I guess, first year, I, I just saw the benefit of having a mentor. People were running like, you know, those group training sessions. And I didn't feel like, you know, advancing as fast as the slowest person, which seems to be yeah. the way yeah. those things are, are run. And, and that's nothing against the, the courses, but I just wanted to accelerate. I, I just knew that I had so mm. much potential and I wanted to do that. Mm. So I started to look around for mentors. And um, as you know, I found Trevor Crook and uh, he yeah. was my first mentor. And then I had Laurie Morgan Ferreira and I've had a couple mm-hmm. of in between there. Um, but my best mentor that I've got so far is Paris Lampropolis. Mm. He's, um, if he needs, needs no introduction no. and Google him if you don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, he's uh, pretty highly sought after. He's, um, he's no mucking around, but I've got to tell you, man, I was in the army and that's simple and easy compared to being a Paris okay. Cub. <laughs> that's really interesting. <laughs> Paris kind of had that has that reputation uh, with his copy cubs, which is uh, uh, what he calls his students. And and yeah. you compare it to uh, you know if, even way beyond what what you found in the, in the military. Yeah, that sounds yeah. crazy. Yeah, and also added to the the fact that because he's in um, New York. And the time difference for me is that, like, in winter, I'm getting up at, like, 3.30 in the morning so wow. that I can be on a 4 a.m. call. And then in summer, I get a sleep into, um, you know, a bit longer. Um, but I, <laughs> so, I, I, so I used to think that, like, I could just get up for the call and be alert. But he starts the calls with pop quizzes and he's like, okay, Pauline, why did you say that? Why did you write that? Yeah. You can't have a sleepy brain, so you have to be, like, alert and awake <laughs> at that time morning well yeah I, I know of the existence of 4am because i associate that with coming <laughs> home and going to bed yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly it's a total like turnaround isn't it it's yeah. like man i should be going to bed now well you move to uh, um move to asia then it's about midnight Hello. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, you just froze. froze for a while. Yeah, same here with you. So, internet sucks in Australia. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. 
Uh, it's not your fault. So um, uh, just uh, let's just start. Let's just uh, cut this part out, and we'll go from. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying before. Yeah. Oh, about getting up so early. That's mm, it. Yeah. Well, you should move to Asia then. For me, for for your four AM, it's about eleven or twelve at night for me, which is yeah, I'm that's... always working at those hours anyway, so it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> Actually, my goal would be to move to America, so I'm on the same continent because I think it would just be a lot easier. Yeah. Just just go to New York City, then you're guaranteed on the same same time zone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got the extra motivation of the, of the cost of living in somewhere like New York so to, to really do well in copywriting. Yeah, I think I prefer Florida. I've, I've definitely got the hair for Florida, you know, okay. fit in really well. So. Yeah. The weather's a lot better too. <laughs> it, it is actually, yeah, mm. much better. So what's the, what's, the, what's the more crazy and funny experiences you've had with Paris on these middle of the night calls? Well, as you know, I can't divulge too much. He's like got an NDA and uh, he's got a big budget for suing people. But, you know, um, the, the calls are, I mean, they're a lot of fun. Um, I guess um, one of the funniest things was I was one of the first Cubs to be critiqued by him and, and we're critiqued in front of everyone else. And our group at the moment has got about 10 people in it. And so it's kind of like, fairly embarrassing and you feel a little bit ashamed like because you're you're being critiqued in front of everyone but the thing I love about Paris is that he he um he critiques your copy not you as a person which is very important for a mentor like if you've got a mentor who's um insulting you as a person then they aren't a mentor you want to be yeah, around. and I've yeah. certainly had a couple of those and uh well, it didn't work and we started seeing other people basically <laughs> but um back to Paris and the call um he he was brutal. He, he critiqued my copy and at the end of it, he goes, um, so Pauline, do you need a bandaid or do you need, you know, what do you need from me? And I went, actually, I think I might have a cigarette. That was strangely satisfying. <laughs> and everyone, all the other cubs just went, oh, and then they just started to laugh. Cause it's like, I don't know. Um, it, it's funny that I've got that kind of attitude because it's like, I've got a policy, you know, with mentors never argue for, for what you're not prepared to keep. And so I'm not prepared to keep bad copy. So yeah. it's like Paris just gave me like a $1 million, $2 million critique that yeah. basically changed the way I'd write forever. Um, I'm just going to sit there and say, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sit back in the afterglow and go, wow, you know, that was good. Strangely good, uncomfortably good. But um, <laughs> yeah, so there's been a few of those moments and, and I guess my Australian sense of humor um, just, surprises people from time to time and yeah, uh, yeah. i think that aussie sense of humor really helps too <laughs> because it does. You know, a lot of a lot of people and i've coached a little bit um i don't i don't consider myself a coach but sometimes a student will um and I'll, I'll, we've all done this at, at times during our career anyway it just take that stuff personally and someone somebody critiques yeah. your copy and, and you you take that on as as a, as a big critique about you but, it, but it's not I mean, obviously, some yeah. some some mentors do uh, uh, talk talk about you personally, which is not the way to go, like you were saying before. Yeah. But uh, yeah. sometimes when they when they say, you know, um, uh, this copy sucks, you take that to mean as as, as you suck, which yeah. um, which is not, not the right attitude. It's it's not the right attitude, but I mean, as you said, you know, some mentors get personal. I mean, I actually had a mentor call me retarded once, and um, mm. I think that was the moment that I realised that we would break up. You know, I was I was an officer in the army, and so you know I was commanding troops, and you know 
I, I guess in the army, and this goes this goes back to mentoring, is that you don't always get posted into a into like a unit where you're going to like everyone or or people are going to be high flies. In fact, some of the places I went to, you know, the, the previous officers comments of the the soldiers was these people are oxygen thieves you know you'd be better just to wait for they them to be discharged i walk in there and i start to find out okay what are their strengths what are the weaknesses how can i bring out the best in them and that's the way i see mentoring that's and i'm a mentor myself now and that's the way i like to bring out the best in people and i know that even when i was in the army you don't belittle people you don't put them down if you want to get the best out of them, you know, Mm. no one can come from an empowered place. If they're put down as a person, like don't like the behavior, don't like what they've done, but it's don't, you know, um, get nasty or unkind to the person. Mm. Otherwise you just shatter everything about them. And Mm. I, and I, same in copywriting, you know, they need to, um, you know, stick to the copy and not, you know, say, what are you retarded? Cause you wrote that. It's like, mm, uh, mm. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's a, uh, it's a strange thing for somebody to say, you know, um, uh, when you're paying money and you're expecting them to, uh, lift you up to a new level. Yeah. Well, but, and also, I mean, um, I used to do NLP and one of the guys said to, um, one of his favorite sayings was, you know, Feedback is a breakfast of champions, right? But at the same time, you know, although we're paying mentors or sometimes we're not paying them, but especially the ones we're paying, you know, I don't want them to sugarcoat it. I don't want them to tell me that I'm good if I'm not. Yeah. And I have had mentors that just go, oh, I'm Pauline, you know, you're so talented, you're such a good writer. And I go, yeah, that's cool, but where can I get better? And they go, oh, no, you can't get better. Then I go to the next <laughs> mentor and they go, man, you are not as good as you think you are. And it's like, yeah. whoa, but all these mentors said that I was. And then I get to Paris, he goes, yeah, you're, you're a good writer, but, you know, you've got a lot of work. And I tell you what, um, being mentored by him, I thought I could write. And some days I just sit there and I just go, I think I'm deluding myself, like, <laughs> seriously. But um, it, all that feedback just makes you better. But um, mm. as I said, that feedback is a uh, breakfast of champions, but you don't want to be eating Fruit Loops. You want that all brand or the brand stuff that just yeah, keeps you clean stuff, out yeah. from time to time and gets rid of the stale sort of stagnant, you know, place yeah. that you are. Yeah. A couple of Fruit Loops now and then are, are, are good, good for a change. <laughs> Yeah, instead of putting sugar on your breakfast, you put Fruit Loops on. Same yeah, thing yeah. anyway. Yeah, colours. Yeah, sprinkling of praise uh, with, a, with a hefty dose of reality. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So how do you think uh, your um, copywriting itself and your career would be if you tried to go it alone instead of uh, having these mentors guiding you? Um, I'll be honest, I think I wouldn't have got past the first year. Um, There's just some stuff that was going on in Australia at the time that I was starting. And uh, as a female, I was told that females don't make good copywriters, which is pretty, pretty negative. And I've never been one to buy into that kind of Mm. gender thing anyway, because I was in the army. It's very masculine based. And usually I just let that kind of stuff roll off you know, water off a duck's back, but that sort of stuck a bit. So then I just got hungry and it's like, okay, so if, if I can't find the mentors or the, the guidance that I need in Australia, then I'm going to have to have to go offshore. 
and that's when I started to, you know, look outside of Australia because there was kind of like, looked like a pecking order and I went, you know, I'm not going to survive this. Um, so let's just see. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of intuitive, bit woo-woo, and I just follow the guidance that I have and then I'm given and I was told to look outside of Australia and fortunately I did and I found started to find the mentors that I needed. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that the mentors that I've been mentored by, they're the people who've run the courses that the people in Australia that they've done that done the courses where I've, I've been mentored directly by these people. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty, thing. pretty cool, you know, and I think that's a, a big thing is never wait for the mountain to come to you, go to the mountain. You know, yeah. I went over to America. I've been trained by Clayton, um, Paris, obviously, um, Carleen Anglade Cole, Ted Nicholas, um, just, just about everyone really. Um, that's anyone. And I don't say that to boast or impress people. I'm just saying that get off your butt. It, Cause mm. here's the thing people say to me, you're so lucky being mentored by Paris. And I'm going, <laughs> but how does a woman from Australia get mentored by someone like Paris when there's people on the same continent as him that can't even get close to him? And yeah. it's all strategy. It's like, if you want it to happen, you make it happen. Mm. You know, um, get out of your own way and stop making excuses. Mm, mm. That's a really good distinction that, that you talk about, you know, uh, making things happen rather than just uh, waiting for the mountain to come to you because uh, you can buy a million yeah. different courses and there, there are coaches, you know, pitching, mentoring left, right and center. It's easier to sign up with, with any, anyone, yeah. but, yeah. Uh, um, but was, was, uh, and this is probably the case with all the, the big names you mentioned. Was, was Paris somebody who you targeted and just went after and you, you knew that this is the guy who could help you break through the next level? Yeah, I stalked him, as in, not as in a stalker. <laughs> I stalked my prey totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew everything about him. And um, I actually went to the Titans of Direct Response in 2014 with mm. the, um, the thing that I wanted to meet Gary Benzavanga, Tick, yeah. Uh, to meet Paris, Tick, meet um, Dan Kennedy, all the, all these guys, Tick, 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 Tick. Uh, the only person I didn't meet was Clayton Makepeace because he wasn't there. Um, mm. He was supposed to be, but then um, he was still on my list, so I, I sought after him. But when I sat down and I had, I had lunch with Paris, um, I said to him, Paris, um, what do I need to do to be a, a copy cup of yours? And he goes, well, I'm not taking any, so bad luck. I went, no. Nah that's all right. That's what you're saying now, but you know, (laughs) in the future. So then that that was 2014, 2015. I went to the AWAI uh, boot camp, and Paris was there. And I, I went up to him and I said, "Um, Hey Paris, uh, taking any cubs yet? He goes, nah, don't think I will be for a while. I went, okay, no problems. And then I thought, because everyone's like standing around doing the hero worship thing and don't get me wrong. I respect him and I'm in awe of him, but you know, that's not going to make an impression because it's like everyone is in a sea of sameness. So I said to him, oh, Paris, did you know that um, I can actually read palms? And he goes, get out, can you? And I went, yeah, I can. So I said, give me your hand. So he sort of like hesitantly gave me his hand. And I said, you know what, looking at your your hand now, I can see that you're going to have a female copy cub from Australia in the future. <laughs> Anyway, everyone around me just went, what? You know, like, whoa. And and then he just started to laugh at me and he went, that's really good. That's, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So I'd, I'd worked out a way to stick in his mind. Yeah, then the, the next year, 
Yeah, so then the next year, I saw him at another event. It was um, when I went over to be trained by Clayton. Paris was there. Mm. And I said, hey, Paris, um, how's the coffee cup thing going? He goes, oh, if you want to be like on the waiting list, here's the email. I'll, he goes, send me an email. I went, and I got my phone out, said, what's your email address? I'll send it right now. On the spot, I sent yeah. him an email. Like, yeah. Because these people want to know that you're keen. I mean, how many people go up to them and say, oh, can I be mentored by you? And then they do mm. jack shit and don't do yeah, anything yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. It's like, do they just want the a price list, yeah. Yeah, be memorable. You know, I actually even didn't know whether he was a paid mentor or a free mentor. But by the way, uh, you don't pay him money, but you pay him soul. So that's... A yeah. lot more expensive. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then uh, a couple of months later, I saw him at uh, the AWAI boot camp again. And I just went up to him and said, hey, Paris. He goes, hey. As though he's expecting me to ask. And I went, yeah, catch you later. <laughs> and I didn't even mention anything about the, the thing because I, I, I knew I was on the list. Yeah. And then just yeah. before Christmas that year, I got an email. Hey, Pauline, if you want to be a cub, read this book, get back to me and we start next year. And I went, whoa, you know, like, <laughs> so that took a couple of years to happen. But, you know, if, it, if it's important to you, invest the time, work out a way to be different, to stand out, to show that you're serious and um, mm. show that show that you're the kind of person that they, they're going to want to invest their time. Because even if it is like free mentoring or paid mentoring, these people, they're working copywriters, they're actually investing their time and effort in you you need mm. to be worthy of that investment so make sure you show up and show people that you're that yeah because i mean um it's a good point as well when you're choosing a mentor because uh, just on that mm. you know uh if somebody charges say um 10 grand for um, a three-month uh mentoring program which is which is quite common you know um yeah. 10 grand could be a sales page that they complete in, in two weeks, whereas they've made this investment in you for three months. So um, exactly. you need to make yeah. sure that uh, you are appealing to them as a student because when copywriters get to anywhere near the top, you know, they can pick and choose who, who they mentor. But, uh, exactly. um, yeah. but the, the campaign that you mounted overall is just, just amazing. You know, if only everyone would, would put that, amount of thought and effort into any marketing campaign, you know, knowing your customer, finding out everything about it, meeting them yeah. where they're at, you know, those, yeah. these are the building blocks of, uh, of any successful campaign. And that's exactly well, what you did. repeated touches. Yeah. Well, as you know, I mean, I, I actually was a marketer before I was a copywriter. I just got mm. into copywriting because no one could write copy for my business <laughs> that didn't make me sound like I was a charlatan freaking yeah. lunatic. <laughs> so I, that's how I got into copywriting. But yeah, you're right. Everything, you know, you, you read the, the masters like Chet Holmes and, you know, he, he had his wish list 100 and however many um, touches um, Jay Abraham and you know they, they, would send like lumpy mail and it would escalate each month that they sent it or each time. And so I mm. basically did that, you know, each time I, I met Paris, I just left him with something else that was memorable. And uh, I don't think he's mm. regretted it yet. Cause I, I still leave him with stuff that's memorable. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't ask me to tell everyone a joke at like four 30 in the morning. Um, I, I died a thousand deaths because the only joke I could think of on this cub call one morning was um, it had the C word as the punchline and yeah. I died a thousand deaths. Cause I'm thinking, <laughs> man, I know hundreds of jokes and the only thing I can think of at four 30 in the 
the morning is a C word. Yeah. My God, I'm going to get kicked off this course. But <laughs> they all loved it. They thought it was freaking funny. And I'm Australian, so apparently we say that word all the time, the C bomb. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means that we like someone when we say that word. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's always the word that goes before it, whether you know whether it's an insult or a, a compliment. Yeah, sure, sure. But, but if, if we call you mates, that, that means you've done something yeah. wrong. <laughs> Exactly. Listen, exactly. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, what would you do differently, uh, if anything, um, you know, over the course of like, when you first started copywriting, when you founded these mentors, you know, um, yeah. is there anything that really stands out? Um, I'm not sure that I would do anything differently. I, I think the thing is that I backed myself from the beginning and I'm, I'm lucky I've got a partner who's backed me and mm. has been happy to invest in me because basically for every dollar that we've put into my copywriting education, we've at least got five, maybe $10 back. So yeah. it's a, it's a really it good return on investment. Yeah. I think looking back on my life, maybe if I had have been able to find copywriting earlier, I might've, um, oh, I don't think I still would have, met Gary Halbert. I would love to have met Gary Halbert. Oh, He's like one of my yeah. absolute freaking heroes. But you know, like you being friends with um Bond and, and Kevin and and getting to, you know, just get the stories straight from them. And yeah. you know, I know that they've given you a little memento of, of Gary's mm. and I've got a shirt of his that he wore. So mm. you know, but um yeah, maybe just to find copywriting a little bit earlier. But having said that, I'm happy with where I am right now. I think everything's just hitting the right note and I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. And I know someone uh, like you is, is not just uh, you know, a taker, they're a giver as well. So I like you mentioned before that you were, you were a mentor as well. So are you taking on uh, new, new clients at the moment? Um, I've just taken on a, a new mentee. So yeah, I'm, I, it's usually by application. We have to make sure that we're a right fit. I'm, I'm not course, the kind yeah. of mentor that will just promise the world. And I, I've got this thing, you know, they promised me the world and they showed me Uranus. It's yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to, um, you know, I want to bring out the best in people. And, you know, I, I think with, to be honest with all mentoring, there is a point where, it's just done and you need to either have the mentor or you say, I think that's it. Um, so if people want to be mentored for a, a month, two months, not really a month, they don't learn enough in that time. Yeah, Three yeah. months, um, six months, a year, that's up to them. I'm, I'm happy to take them on the journey. So yeah, I do, I do take people every now and then. Mm -hmm. So um, in that case, how, how do they get in, in touch with you and find out more about that? Um, just uh, go to my website, uh, thecopyalchemist.com forward slash mentor. And yeah. I've got some copy up there. Um, as I said, it's usually not by invitation, usually by application and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see that we're a good fit. Yeah, and yeah. I've, I've tried to make it as, a, as affordable as I can. Um, I know that I'm actually undercharging. I'm embarrassed to say that I, I undercharge, but you know, I wanted, I remember what it was like when I started out, you know, mm. everything was way expensive and I was just so freaking hungry. So, you yeah. know, um, yeah, just yeah. until they can get there, get on yeah. their feet. 
and, and I'll chuck a link um, on the page uh, here as well. If you're listening on iTunes, you know, uh, go uh, go to geniusofcopywriting.com, and I'll have a link there, or the site that uh, that Pauline just mentioned. I'll chuck the I'll chuck a link up on the page, um, and I strongly recommend anyone d does that, that that really wants to go to the next level of the, of their copywriting career. Because I know Pauline personally, I know some of the clients that she's worked with, uh, some that she can't talk about, and some of the amazing successes that that you know um, that, that she's had in the field and, and uh, anyone that's uh, anyone that's soaking in the information from some people like uh, Paris and, and Ted and and Clayton and uh, make peace and all of that you know just to, to get a sample of that is definitely worth money so um, yeah. I highly recommend that you do that and I just write copy as well if anyone's yeah. interested in that by, I love by, it. The way, by the way she also does <laughs> by the way I write copy yeah. I, and I, yeah yeah Basically so if, for, yeah, alternative health, but I love it. Like, you know, co writing copy is my happy place, basically. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, old, the old saying, those who can't do teach, that, that's for, you know, old sportsmen and the people doing yeah. sport. But for, for yeah. copywriting, we do and we teach. So um, Exactly. So, yeah, everyone should definitely do that. And, and I really want to thank you for coming on and sharing all this information. It's really important to get it for us to get a direction when we're looking for uh, somebody to take us through that journey of copyright because there are, are a lot of pitfalls uh, but which mm. uh, these mentors can steer us around and they can really help us grow into the best version of ourselves over, over a shorter period of time so it's a real shortcut yeah. to success so thanks for Absolutely. coming on I appreciate that uh, um, and uh, we'll have to have you back on the show at some point as well to talk about the actual uh, copywriting as, as well um, so um, if you're up for that, I'm up for that and uh, we'll do this yeah. soon. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Brian. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.